Welcome to episode 23 of Redeeming the Chaos with Laurie Christine. In today's episode, my special guest and I talk about ways to maintain sanity in your home with a household of boys, and also what it looks like to raise real men. Hey mama, does your life feel a bit chaotic right now? Do you feel overwhelmed by the weight of responsibility to raise those little boys God has given you? Do you want to raise strong, courageous young men who are fully committed to following Jesus? In all the chaos of raising boys, we recognize that Christ is the only one who can redeem the chaos in our world, our homes, and even our own hearts. I know that I can't do this alone. I desperately need God to give me strength every step of this journey. But guess what? I also need you. We boy moms gotta stick together, right? I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. We have a very special guest on our show today. Kathleen Henderson is a lifelong friend of mine. We first became friends way back in junior high youth group, and we have built many fun memories together over the years. Kathleen Henderson is the natural living mentor behind the Roots and Boots blog and YouTube channel, and also the creator of Unprocessed Pantry and the Real Food Family Meal Plan. She is on a mission to help families see the joy in real food while finding natural remedies and creating a non-toxic home. Kathleen lives with her husband and three boys on a farm in Northern Virginia. As a homeschooling boy mom, Kathleen is passionate about raising capable kids who grow up to be real men. I am excited to welcome Kathleen Henderson to the show today. Hey, Kathleen. Welcome to Redeeming the Chaos. We are so excited to have you here with us today. Hey, Laurie. Thanks for having me. Well, I am super excited to hear from you. Kathleen and I are very old friends. (laughs) We have been friends for a very long time, and I'm so honored to have her here on the podcast with us today. Kathleen, tell us a little bit about your family. Kathleen is a fellow boy mom, which I'm super excited about. So just tell us a little bit about your boys and your family. So I am married to Greg. We've been married for 18 years. We live in Northern Virginia. We're actually on a farm and I have three boys, ages 14, 10, and six. Awesome. So you have a widespread of elementary, are they, so elementary, middle, and high school. Do you have those? Is it all spread out? Well, my 14-year-old is in eighth grade, so oh, we're okay. still... Okay. elementary and middle. But yes, they are. They're each about four years apart. So it is quite an age spread. Okay. Very cool. Well, I am excited to hear some of your expertise on just raising boys and your experience with having a house full of boys at, at all different stages right now. Mine are all 10 and under, four to 10. So, you know, we're getting up there on, on those teenage years, which I'm <laughs> a little nervous about. But so, Our show is called Redeeming the Chaos, and as I've been talking to so many different moms of boys, they just can resonate with the idea or the fact that 
life so often feels like chaos when we have a household of boys. Tell me, has that been your experience with your boys? Has it changed as they've gotten older? And what are some ways you kind of navigated that as a as a mom of three boys? So yes, boys are noisy and loud and um you know, they like to move around, they need to move around a lot. So it definitely can feel chaotic at times. A couple of things that help me as a mom are a like just reminding myself and recognizing the fact that they are boys and that this is how God made them and they are loud and it's not that they are being bad or disobedient. And so just like reminding myself of that on a regular basis really helps me have a better perspective. Like they are just being the way they were designed to be. And then at the same time, like sometimes I do feel like I'm losing my mind. (laughs) So, (laughs) So it's helpful. I think, you know, even as a mother of girls, although I've never been the mother of girls, but I think it's not necessarily exclusive to boy moms, but just being a mom, sometimes you just need some time away, like to refuel. So even, I mean, not even away from the house necessarily, but I never considered myself a bath person. I never, I never liked taking baths, you know, for most of my life. But more recently, that's become kind of a nice, like time away, just my time all alone in the bathroom, just some downtime. So just building in times like that. And I have to say that my husband is also great about helping me get regular time like that, because partly because he has seen, you know, what life can be like when I don't get that regular (laughs) that regular time. But those are two things that help me when it does feel a little chaotic. Yeah, no, that is great. I can I can relate to that. And I agree. Any of you out there with who are listening who have girls or maybe a mixture of boys and girls, we are not laying claim to the only household with chaos for sure. Um, parenting is just hard. But yes, I love that you have kind of found a way to escape for a little while and just to, to take care of yourself So Kathleen, are there any other tips that you have for moms of boys as far as just self-care, managing the chaos, um, trying to keep some sanity in your home? So yeah, I actually sat down and asked my husband this question and just asked him like, from your perspective, you know, what have you noticed? And he actually had a lot to say about this. I was surprised. Sometimes I guess it's hard, like when you're in the trenches it's hard to identify some of these things, but my husband said from his point of view, looking in on this, on me as a mom of all of our boys, he thinks that I do a really great job of lowering the chaos without crushing their spirits. And I guess that partly goes along with what I was saying of just recognizing that they are boys and that this is how God designed them to be and that it's unrealistic for me to expect them to be quiet and still because that's not how boys are. And so, but there are, on the flip side of that, there are some things that I have like regularly implemented that I guess felt kind of more intuitive and innate to me, but it was helpful to hear my husband's perspective in saying, I have seen you do this and I've seen you do this with them. And I think that that really helps them to be less chaotic overall. And I guess I would just say in general, the mother's role in civilizing the home, he said, I feel like you have a very civilizing effect on us. Like we're a house full of men 
you're the only woman and you just have a way of creating an environment of order and of beauty. He said, even in the way that you like decorate our home and create systems in our home to help things run smoothly and structuring their day, you know, from a young age all the way up to my oldest is 14 now and we have homeschooled all along. So we are all at home together all day. And my husband works from home also. He has for a number of years now. His office is actually not immediately inside our home. It's in a separate building on our property, but we are together a lot. (laughs) So I've always made it a habit of, as soon as they were old enough, of sending them outside every day, making sure they have outside playtime. It felt harder to do when they were very little because I had to take them outside myself. But we tried to make it a habit of getting outside together regularly so they could, you know, run and jump and play and be loud. And also nature has a hugely restorative and calming effect on everybody. And there are so many benefits to getting everybody outside. But anyway, so like regular outside time, daily outside time, daily downtime. Everyone has daily alone time, quiet time. It has been an interesting thing for me to watch because certain of my boys are more extroverted and some are more introverted. And at first, it was difficult to execute that daily alone time with, in particular, I have one child who is extremely extroverted. Um, He would tell me, but I feel won't we? (laughs) He, He did not like to be by himself. But it's interesting because as I've watched him grow, um, in age and maturity, he actually values that alone time now. And I just think it's a valuable, it's a valuable thing for everybody. It's something that helps a mom maintain sanity to just have a little bit of downtime every day. And I think it's good for kids as they grow to learn that it's beneficial to have some downtime and alone time every day. So those are some things that have helped us at my house. And again, as I asked my husband for his input These are some of the things that he said he has noticed help to keep the chaos minimized. I think that is so great. I love how you're talking about just establishing routines and having some structure in the day. I feel like as the day goes on, it seems that the chaos sometimes just tends to escalate. And the more boys there are in the mix, it just all kind of rolls into this, like it's like the snowball effect. But having those routines and that structure in place is kind of like a reset, I feel like, to that chaos. Like, okay, everyone go outside and run around and let off some steam, let off some energy, and then come back inside and then we're back inside and then we're going to start on something else. Or like you said, having quiet time and just get them all separated and in their own space. And I think that just kind of like resets everything as well. So I love all of those those practices. And it's so good for kids too, um, especially boys, just to have that, just to have those expectations for their day and to have that structure and knowing what to expect, I think helps them to feel more confident and more secure in knowing what's coming next. And so the tendency is not for them to be as wild and crazy and out of control because they do have like they have that structure and they they know what what's coming next. Absolutely. You mentioned earlier it's often chaotic and loud and noisy and 
they're dirty because they're playing outside in the dirt and that which is great because we love them to be in the na- in, out in nature but then they come inside and there's just a mess everywhere and and you said but they're not being bad they're not you know it's not like they're doing something wrong but what about those times that they are so what if it is loud and chaotic and crazy and they are being bad or are your children <laughs> angels are they do they oh. never <laughs> They never disrespect you. They never talk back. Like, (laughs) oh no. Tell us the reality here. (laughs) Okay. Well, of course, yes, there are times when there is conflict between a child and a parent. And then there's also plenty of times when there is conflict between, you know, the siblings, the brothers themselves. And I don't know about you at your house. You have all boys and I have all boys, but, um, I mean, it often gets physical, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, if they are getting rowdy with each other, whether it's bad or just rowdy, like whether they are intending to harm each other (laughs) or whether they're just getting rowdy and wrestling, um, I will often just immediately send them outside and they, and they know it. So they, I mean, I just, there's no arguing. It's just like, okay, like this has reached a level of rowdiness that needs to be taken outside. Like, and I will tell them like, you guys are showing me that you have a need to move around and blow off some steam. And so you need to go do that outside because this is not appropriate for inside. And yeah. we've done that enough times that that they that they know the drill. But I mean, if you're talking about a child in need of correction or like discipline, and I will say that I have maybe matured or evolved in my approach to that type of situation as a mom. I've been a mom for 14 years now. Um, And also depending on the child and their unique personality and how they, like what type of correction they respond best to. But typically my, my go-to, you know, is I just pull that, that child aside, you know, like I need to see you in the other room. And one of them in particular is very emotional and very like gut driven. And I will usually give him some time to cool down before I even go in there. I mean, then I, then I just sit down and talk with them. You know, why are you acting this way? What is going on? And we just work through it. Yeah. I've, I've found, and I'm sure that you have too, when you have those structures in place that you talked about, it tends to minimize a lot of the, the discipline issues. Um, not all of them, for sure. But I found that when my kids have more of a routine or when they know what to expect or when they have been playing outside and they had outside time or they had some alone time, like all of those things, I do feel like it it does minimize some of those discipline issues, especially between brothers. Um, because as you said, it starts out just getting rough and rowdy, but it inevitably ends with somebody actually getting hurt and like they're actually trying to hurt each other because they're playing around and somebody got hurt and then it escalates and then it escalates. So, yeah, I agree. I agree that when, I mean, when kids in general know what's expected of them, when they know what to expect throughout the day, then there isn't as much opportunity for them to be doing something that they ought not be doing. Um, But I mean, that opportunity always exists, of course. And I was just gonna say, I don't mean to paint a picture of like, this is our order and our structure and my children follow it perfectly every day. I mean, there are still, there's still plenty of room within our structure and our order for kids to get off, off course. But um, I do agree with what you said that it tends, having that structure and the routine and the order does tend to minimize 
those incidents. So Kathleen, one of the things that I know is dear to your heart is the topic of raising real men. And oh, I know that a lot of us just are burdened by the weight of raising boys. And we want to raise godly men. We want to raise real men who have an impact in their world and who love the Lord. So tell us a little bit about your heart for for raising real men. Sure. And I definitely agree with you. And this is a topic, obviously, as the parents of all boys, my husband and I often, this topic comes up often. We're often discussing the topic of real men. What does it look like to raise real men? Are we raising real men? Um, How can we do a better job of raising real men? And also just observing the lack of real men in our culture today. And even, dare I say, in the church. And that's something that bothers us a lot. And I think there are probably many reasons for that. And I don't mean to sound like, you know, it's not like my husband is the perfect real man or even that we're raising the perfect real men. But I think, I don't think anyone would disagree that today we are seeing a lack of strong male leadership. And so it is such an important topic. And I think it's something that is important in the Bible also. So anyway, to us, I think raising real men looks like raising men of integrity, teaching kids to do the right thing. Um, And a lot of this sounds pretty cliche and maybe unexpected, but I think it's one thing to know this or say it or talk about it. And it's, it's another thing. And it's a powerful thing when you see someone living this way. So integrity, doing the right thing, um, standing firm, particularly in their faith, having an unwavering faith. Um, And also, as I was talking about this with my husband, he said part of it for him is developing the capacity to always be looking out for the weaker person, the younger person, you know, when we're talking about raising real men. And he likes to talk about a coach that he had when he was growing up who used to always tell them he had like three expectations for them. And they really made an impact on my husband. And he kind of brings that into his parenting of our boys. Um, And the first thing was do the right thing. So that's, you know, integrity. And that includes self-control, mastering your emotions, you know, that it's okay to feel emotions, but it's not always okay to like act out on those emotions. So number one, do the right thing. Number two, do the best that you can, you know, always do your best. And number, uh, well, and I, sorry, I would say that that doing the best you can do for us includes developing a strong work ethic. And then thirdly, to treat others as you want to be treated, you know, the golden rule. And so that kind of sums it up in our opinion. And I think that every mom listening would say amen to all of those things. Like, yes, I I want my son to be a man of integrity and someone who does the right thing and who is firm in their faith, who has a strong faith in the Lord and who looks out for 
people who are weaker or has compassion on on people who are are different from them and yeah all of those things but i think where so many of us struggle is yes that's the ideal <laughs> we would love to get there but how do we do it how do we what what's the process how do we um get there right and even i think just saying it out loud and making it a theme in your house and making it a like a almost like a mantra or a motto like we do the right thing we do our best we treat others you know like your husband was impacted by that coach who repeated those three things and i think with our kids too having some sort of system or like a family creed or a family motto or something along those lines where where we state and are very specific about what those things what those things are right Kathleen, I feel like there is so much more that we could talk about with this topic. <laughs> and I, I feel like we just barely brushed the surface, but I would love to have you back for another episode because I just think there's so much more on this topic of raising real men that we could dive into a little bit deeper, but we are just out of time today for this episode. So I just wanted to thank you so much for joining us. And we would love to have you back again next time, if that's okay with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Redeeming the Chaos. And I'm going to have a link in the show notes where people can find out more about you. I'm going to have links to your website and your blog and um, things like that. So thanks so much for joining us today. And we look forward to the next interview. Thanks for having me. I loved having the chance to chat with Kathleen today, and I am so excited to have her back again next time to continue our discussion about raising real men. You can find Kathleen at her website, rootsandboots.com, and you can also connect with her on Instagram at rootsandbootshome. I will have links in the show notes to several of Kathleen's blogs that she feels may be beneficial to you as a mom of boys. Also, if you're interested in healthy living, natural remedies, homesteading, and clean eating, Kathleen's website is a one-stop shop that you definitely need to check out. Let's close in prayer. Lord, when the chaos of raising boys feels overwhelming, help me to look to you for strength and wisdom. Help me to remember that you have created my boys to reflect your character and your image. I want to raise boys who do the right thing, who stand firm in their faith, who always do their best, and who treat others with dignity and respect. Please give me wisdom to guide my boys to your word. I pray that your spirit would work in their hearts and change them to be more like you. Amen. Real quick before you go, do you know any other moms who are feeling overwhelmed by the daunting task of raising courageous boys? Would you share a link to this podcast episode with them? If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to leave a review for the show in iTunes. Also, I want to invite you to join me in our Facebook group called Raising Courageous Boys. It's a place for Christian boy moms to connect and encourage each other on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys. I will have a link to the group in the show notes, or you can go to redeemingthechaos.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 23 of Redeeming the Chaos with Laurie Christine. 
If you would like to read a blog version of this episode or download free resources that will help you raise courageous boys, go to redeemingthechaos.com.